Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse. Yes. Gaming. You could categorize this as the 1K special since we officially reached a thousand plays oh, yeah, earlier got, today. It took us a while. We started off pretty strong, but we got there. But thank you to anyone who has listened at any time. Appreciate it. Damon here. Jalen over here. And Thanks we're all right. Listening to what we have to say. Yeah, I mean. Going out of your way to do that a thousand times. Especially as we know you're not going <laughs> to agree with everything that we say. But that's the point, you know? You're supposed to hear other... And that's the bottom line. You're supposed to hear other perspectives. Realize that other people think differently. And I like to give my reasons why I think differently on things. So you understand. You understand this crazy Puerto Rican. But and yeah. me. And, and you, yes. Can't forget about you. <laughs> Little old me. Sheesh. Attention, hog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but so. yeah, a lot of this episode will be packed mainly with the latest episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Came out, you know, literally today. We checked it out earlier. And, and then... We will spoil it, just so you yeah. know, like we've talked about. But that'll be at the end. That'll be the last thing we do on the episode so but before that we're gonna have a lot of wrestling talk today there was the takeover two days of nxt takeover and then we got a preview the two nights of wrestlemania mm -hmm. so and we'll take this time to kind of go over any little football news or basketball news that might have come out no offense to those sports they're they are our favorite sports especially football but <laughs> You know, there's not much going on right now. I mean, some people say, yeah, there is, but not that we really want to dive into. I'm not a freaking capologist and I don't go too deep on the draft. I really just pay attention to what the Seahawks are going to do. They only have three picks, but yeah. I am prepping for it. I have begun my draft prep, but yes, not enough to talk about yet. <laughs> that will be something we will do soon. We're going to take time to look into that and we'll discuss draft possibilities yeah, I guess not Pretty really soon. a mock draft, but maybe. Maybe we'll do a thing where, like, you pick for one team. Like, you do the number one pick, I do two, you do three, four. Okay. Know. But that's if we get that much research in. Because I don't want to commit to that and then be like, I pick some guy and it's like, you know, that team already has the best center in the league. Why would they draft the center? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't pay too much attention. So I want to make you sure. You just have a team draft the fullback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, come on, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Will Tukawafu Jr. But then again, I mean, the Raiders did draft a, a kicker in the first round once, so anything is possible, isn't it? I but, suppose so. But what has happened in the NFL? Sam, Sam Darnold got traded. Sam Darnold is now a Carolina Panther. Poor Teddy. Yeah, did Bridgewater's time most likely up and over we there. we were really liking what we were seeing, but... I will say, it's not like we watched every game. I actually like clicked on, you know, on the comment section on Twitter. I know people say, never do that, never do that. <laughs> but I like to do it, it's fun. But uh, there are a lot of people who are supposedly Carolina Panther fans that are like, he would stare down receivers too much. And he would especially stare down Robbie Anderson. And he wasn't mm. getting DJ Moore involved as much as those guys would like. and. Like, yeah, maybe, but you also got to remember he hadn't really played all that much. Like, he's getting back into it, plus he got a little banged up. They didn't have McCaffrey, 
I mean, yeah. this wasn't a whole team, and it wasn't really a good team, you know, overall. I think, I think they did well for what they had, but he was part of the reason. Yeah. And now, maybe he's not the starter anymore, or, yeah, I mean, I'm going to assume. They didn't trade for Donald to back him up. They, they might The claim... former, what was it, fourth or third pick? Oh, third, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, third. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they might claim competition, but, you know, Donald's smoke, smoke screen. Yeah, Donald's going to get that job. And and I understand that people, you know, think that Donald could be really good. But what has he shown that makes it better than what Bridgewater has shown? You know what I mean? And plus, it seems to me like Bridgewater is a good leader. Mm-hmm. He gets people to rally behind him. And isn't that ridiculously important so for the quarterback position exactly so i don't i don't really like it but i hope that you know they either find a a spot for you know to trade teddy bridgewater too and he can really get a chance to start for a few years yeah and you know no offense to donald because i I actually kind of liked him coming out, and I do think he needed to get away from the Jets. It's just yeah. like, dang, it had to be there with another quarterback that I like and want to see get a chance. So it just kind of sucked. That is on the bright side for Donald. Like, thank goodness he's out of new out of uh, the Jets. Well, just being you know, under Adam Gates, you know, that's another big thing about yeah, it that yeah. people talk about a lot is just getting him away from Adam Gase. And they, I, so I, I don't remember exactly what the, the rating was, but it was like uh, Tannehill's rating with uh, Adam Gase was, it was really bad. And then his rating since leaving, way better, like in the 90s. <laughs> and and it, it was like in the 60s or something with Adam Gase, or maybe even the 50s. And it was like, it's in like the 90s since he's been in Tennessee. Like, but that could also have a lot to do with Derrick Henry. I mean, come on. Yeah. You got that guy running the ball and people, they're paying more attention to him. Let's just be real. Whereas when Tannehill was in Miami, it's kind of like what Donald's dealing with with the Jets. Now, granted, that just shows that Gates can't put an (laughs) offense together. (laughs) Can't do anything right. But yeah, anyway. Good luck to all. I hope it works out. Especially, I hope Bridgewater gets a, a new spot. But yes. Other than that, what else we got NFL wise? NFL wise, it's really hard to find too much because we're at the point where a lot of the there's a lot of names like you know yeah just, at the top of positions like are gone already. They've been yeah, signed, yeah. so there's still interesting free agents out there. KJ. I saw he was having talks with Dallas a lot, but those uh, came to a halt, so he's not headed over there. In, um, in Seahawk-related news, real quick, I did you hear what Dunlap said? <laughs> Carlos Dunlap said in his... I heard a couple things. When he basically said that he talked to Russell Wilson before yes. he signed, and Wilson was like, I'm not going anywhere. Yes, which I did hear that. I kind of always felt, but... With everything that was going on, that's yeah, you good to hear. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't necessarily mean anything, just like it didn't really mean anything when when everything started. It, yeah. It didn't mean he was going anywhere. It didn't mean anything was happening. It just, it was more like, give me the weapons, do what, what I'm asking you to do, listen to me, or else things could get real. And I think they have listened to him. 
you know, they got Gabe Jackson. You know, they had already were in the process of getting it. Well, no, I think when it all happened, they already hired Shane Waldron, right? I think when before when, the when he yeah before the trade you know or the whole possibility of a trade thing came out and how unhappy he was. I think Didn't so. They already hire Shane Waldron right? I mean, I mean it was like days and maybe I not, think so. But I, I it was really close regardless, mm-hmm. and so you know they've done things and yeah they need to still, in my opinion, get another receiver, but. Yeah, I mean, there's names out there. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was very interesting that Dunlap said that. It's like he wanted to know, like, you're going to be here, right? Because why am I going to sign? Yeah. You ain't going to be here. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be here. <laughs> and plus, oh, and also with Chris Carson, you hear that Russell Wilson was really big on getting Carson back. He mm-hmm. talked to Carson and the Seahawks about making sure that Carson was there. So that's another thing that tells you he's not going anywhere. Like, and. I mean, at least he's not going anywhere under this contract. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it ends. I saw some idiot saying that he, there's no way he signs an extension with Seattle. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, based on what? Because they had a little hiccup. Bump, bump in the road. <laughs> you know, if they that win, just happens if they sometimes. win another ring, even just one in the few years that he has left on his contract, you think he's going to go anywhere? Right. You know? Like it, what Seattle has done, regardless if you want to, you know, say that first round or second round exit aren't great, they're still consistently in the playoff hunt and they consistently do what other teams can't do consistently. Yeah. You know, so, and is that just because of Russ? I, you know, I don't know, maybe, I guess, I, I guess you could make that argument. If you really wanted to, you can make an argument for anything. So, but I just think it's because overall it's a good organization. They make mistakes and I definitely call them out when they do. Right. But overall, it's a very good organization and you got to be careful what you wish for, right? <laughs> so. But yeah, you got names like KJ still out there. There's still like, I saw reportedly they had interest in Marquis Goodwin, which would be a really good... I would be happy if they picked him up. And then, you know, Sherman is still out there. Golden Tate is still out there. And I'm sure names that, you know, I'm just forgetting. I, I don't think, you know, Jadavon Clowney, I think, is still a free agent. Unless I, I'm i just yeah, I think tripping he, and just forgetting. I think he still is, too. You know, there's always those guys that they're going to stick around until after the draft. Yeah. Because teams are like, We've already got, we either got something or we're looking at something. And then once the draft ends, then they're like, okay, unfortunately, we didn't feel that need like we thought because the 49ers took our pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever. So there's probably not going to be too much until after the draft, but hey, you never really know. It, it really depends on these guys. And if they decide, you know what, I will take less money because the main reason that none of these guys are signed right now is because they want more money kj wanted to get paid and he's not getting what he wants and so he's waiting to hopefully get closer to what he wanted Mm -hmm. otherwise he's going to be taking way less like can you imagine like i can't remember exactly what his what his uh contract was last year but i'm just gonna say seven and a half but he could he wanted to end up getting more right so I'm going to assume close to 10, let's just, or 10. 
What if he has to get for like signed for like 4.5 or 5? Yeah. And that's a huge possibility right now. And I mean, yeah, then maybe he comes back, you know, but that just it really does suck sometimes for guys. It's like, yes, he deserves to get paid. Unfortunately, I didn't think we should do it. But we're not going to have to because nobody's trying to pay him. Nobody's trying to pay him. So uh, and it sucks because you want, you know, you feel good. You you don't like when people leave, but at the same time, you're like, good for you. Yeah. You, you got your money. You you did earn it. Just wish you would have. We watched your work. Yeah, but if he can come back, oh, yeah, please. <laughs> They're not going to say no. But yeah. Uh, anything else NFL-wise? Not off the top of my head, no. Nothing I can All right, remember. Well, it was kind of quiet in that regard. Minus the stuff we talked about. It's hard too because we are, you know, really excited about the wrestling this week, and then of course talking yeah. about soldier. And, and I've actually been on vacation, so we've just been kind of doing whatever, going actually going out and doing things. <clears throat> so yeah, just have been paying visiting as much places, as, doing things, living busy life. What? What about the NBA? NBA National Basketball Association. You got your playoff push going on and I think I, I think I told us to you like right after we recorded or like the day after you have the Clippers signing DeMarcus Cousins to a 10-day contract oh yeah so that's, that's right I, I remember that coming out right after and you know for some reason like we Boogie came up in some conversation either when we were recording or after and then all of a sudden I look on like social media and I see, oh, DeMarcus Cousins is going to the Clippers. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what always happens is, you know, we record and then things happen. And so it's just like, oh, what are you going to do? It's like, I guess we could do a little tiny clip. <laughs> like, hey, guess what? Like, but that's, that's I think all. our I think our uh, pods are long enough that uh, actually, you know, people probably like, maybe you should just do that. Just a couple clips every now and then, every week, instead of a one and a half, two hour pod. <laughs> but you know, listen to it how you how but you like. You know, I like it this way. <laughs> Me too. And then you know, Isaiah Thomas made his debut with New Orleans, so just really cool to see him back on the court. They're playing right now. Has Let's he... see if they can win a game with him on the team. His first two games. It's there. Fi- fifty to fifty. He has not entered the game yet. What? Oh, well. <laughs> I told you. You said they got blown out. And I'm like, well, then that's why he played as much as he did. And he got up those shots. Because there's no way you're going to sign somebody just now who hasn't been on a team. And he's going to get that many shots. It's just only way that's going to happen is if they're getting blown out. And now they're like, okay, we can get him out there to get some reps, you know, basically. And, and just get his legs going. And then later on when we get into, you know bigger games where we might need him because of foul trouble or whatever, he'll really be ready. Now they're in a 50-50 game at half at halftime with the 76ers, and he hasn't played yet. <laughs> One thing I for, actually kind of forgot about, they had the NCAA basketball, not NBA, but they had the championship game just now. I totally... Just now? Just now. Not just now, but you know. Yeah, and Baylor just decimated Gonzaga. They wiped the floor with Gonzaga. It's funny, you know, we're 
Washington, and we don't care for Gonzaga. We're dogs. Go dogs. Yeah. And I am a know, fan of Jalen Suggs. I'm he not, didn't have too good of a game though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can like players. Doesn't mean you like the team, but you might root for the team a little bit more just because you like that player. But for me, I don't care about Gonzaga. I'm not one of those people like you have to rep you have to, you know, rep your home state no matter what. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I don't care about Gonzaga. Like I mm. when they first kind of got on the map in the tournaments all those years ago, what, 20 years ago, I kinda was like, oh that's cool, but it got old pretty quick for me, and I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm done. Like Yeah, they got to the final four and then they got to the championship game, but they looked outmatched and I was actually not happy with Jalen Suggs early in that game he immediately looked frustrated and out of sorts like two minutes into the game I'm like how, yeah. how do you look this out of sorts like you're jacking up a, a terrible three you're <clears throat> fouling the first foul was what a charge so it wasn't really that was yeah. nothing there but the, but the second, second foul one. was ridiculous I'm like what are you doing like you literally just took yourself out of the game and now maybe he knew that he was getting out of sorts and he needed to get off the court and may and if that's the case well then i give him credit for being like i need to sit down for a minute and breathe but that's not what your team needs when you're the best player on that team yeah and you're going up against this other team that is just relentless offensively and defensively like they just looked completely outmatched in that game. Yeah. And Baylor just just on had their number from the jump. It it, it was never really close. No. Minus like the first few minutes. They got it what within 10 at half and then and they, that lasted for like yeah. 2 minutes. And then they got it down <laughs> a little bit again, but every time it was just it's just like when you see a team that uh, when you watch any basketball game on any level and a team is dominating and then the other team starts to come back but then the better team just says nope this isn't gonna happen you know some teams will fold because they're not the better team yeah but the better team said oh no no we're not folding here you got that's close enough eight points let's push it back to 16. <laughs> yeah you know and like, oh oh nope you're gonna try to make a run and it was the hustle and everything like they showed this one play and i don't know the player's name but he saved a loose ball from going out of bounds jumped like a couple rows back then ran all the way back onto the court and contested a three on the other side of the court mm. it was just amazing effort and i'm like that's what wins like that's what wins on every level yeah. Like, I mean, yes, I, I mean, obviously you need talent. Like you could hustle all day and not have talent. But when I'm talking about when you have two teams, when you have those championship teams, you're in a championship series. If you made it there, you're good enough. But what separates you? What makes it better? Like, so if, like I said, Baylor or Gonzaga looked outmatched already, and then mm -hmm. Baylor's doing that also. If Gonzaga was doing that same thing, that amount of hustle, and somebody will say they were. No, they weren't. No. <laughs> Not like that. Not consistently. There might have been one or two plays. Baylor was doing that the whole game. It was like, this is the game. There's no other game. Lay it all out on the line. And I love to see that. And I was disappointed. Even though I wasn't rooting for Gonzaga or anything, I was disappointed in their effort. I yeah. thought... I thought, who is this team I'm watching right now? This isn't you guys, <laughs> you know? Like, the team that went into the game undefeated. 
Yeah, so that and everything. It was disappointing from that regard, just as a fan of basketball and wanting to see a great game. And I just thought Gonzaga didn't show up. No. So. Yeah, good to remember yeah, that because we didn't talk about the tournament pretty much the whole time. No. That it was going on. And now probably Suggs is. I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be declaring for the draft here shortly. Yep, yep. So, so that'll be interesting. Only well, other other basketball thing I can think of is the Paul Pierce situation. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, Paul Pierce decided. You know what? I don't want to work for ESPN. I think it's funny that people are like, "What did he do to get fired? He didn't hurt anybody." And I'm like, first of all, he's stupid. Let's just let's just go. How old is Paul Pierce? Forty something. I'm not sure. Years old. You know. I'm gonna I look. mean, he's not young. Like that's something you would see from like a rookie, or yeah, and it'd be know, like, yo, you gotta tighten that player. up, you know, exactly. for your career. Not a dude that's retired. He's and 43, who's, and who's married, mind you, you know, and he's doing that. It's just, it's stupid. It's distasteful. It's also okay. We gotta mention the COVID stuff, you know. They're not wearing masks, and people can say what you want to say, but he's. He goes places with other people and he sits at these desks and stuff like that. Now, you can say, I know a lot of it had been remote, but they've been doing more things where it's not remote. And he's, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the ESPN guys. So he would be at the playoffs and things of that nature. And so he's doing things like this. And it's just a total disregard. And it was just, I'm sorry, but it's distasteful. And I, just thought it was gross i thought it was ridiculous i'm like how old are you you're a child like grow up how i mean there you know i see all these people like he didn't do nothing wrong he's a fool if you do the same Mm -hmm. things i think you're a fool now if you're 43 or older now if you're younger i I mean it's different i i do think it's different when you're younger some people just got to get that out they want to party and they want to do this and that but you're a grown man you're married you're a professional you could say, oh, he doesn't play basketball anymore, but he's a professional. He has an image. He works for a company that has a big company, an image, and they want or they expect a certain image. And you know that. And so nobody should be surprised or even think, what did he do wrong? He's a moron. Like, yes, being stupid should get you fired. Yeah. You're a moron. <laughs> Paul Pierce, you're a moron. So great player, though. He was a great player. He, he was a good player. Oh, I used to love Paul Pierce. I got so many Paul Pierce Just cards. Just not a... Right back, right back behind us. an image I was looking to yeah, see I, from him. Yeah, it was just so. stupid. Yeah, I I guess that's part of it, too. Just a lot of disappointment. I just uh, wasn't like, oh, expecting I'll... that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, maybe he said some things that I didn't agree with or anything, but I'm like, yeah, I still like Paul Pierce. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right? When he, You know, when he kind of jumps on LeBron all the time. Nobody was afraid of LeBron. And, and then people are like, you created a super team because you were afraid of LeBron. <laughs> And yeah, he doesn't always have the best takes. But again, who does? People take this and be like, "You, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, and, and you call me dumb because I don't think he did anything wrong. Like, okay, well, you disagree. But you're right. I think you're dumb. <laughs> because he did something wrong. It's morally wrong. Maybe you don't have morals. That's fine. You do you. But I'm just telling you how I feel and what the truth is. It's disgusting. I get it. So the truth, <laughs> because he's the truth. Truth is, well, I mean, 
He ain't got no job. That's true. He made a new tree. Now he's got millions, so I mean, that's why he's like laughing about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm sure. It's just, it's hilarious. But yeah, he's a fool. So I think that wraps up that portion of the pod. So let's get into NXT TakeOver. Stand and deliver. There it is. Next. Here we go. NXT TakeOver. Stand and deliver. Oh, boy, did it deliver. Oh, my gosh. What boy, it did. Oh, boy, oh, Alberto. Boy. Oh, boy, Alberto. No, yeah. that was awesome. You could go through and talk about some of the results. And I'll, I'll even kind of bring up the pre-show stuff a little bit just to say not to go in depth with them. So, like, night one, Zoe Stark got a win over the veteran Tony Storm on the pre-show. That's I didn't see that. How did that finish real quick? It was like a small package, I think. Okay. That's all. So, it was cool. They really like Zoe Stark apparently on NXT, giving her a lot of exposure. So, good for her. Nice win. We started out with Pete Dunne getting the win over Kushida on the main show. Just some good... Like 15 minutes of technical wrestling. Yeah. Really fun to watch. You had the North American number one contender gauntlet elimination match. That was a mouthful. That was won by Bronson Reed, actually. I had talked about how I I fully expected Dexter Loomis to win. See, I I wanted Swerve and was kind of low-key thinking he would, but I mostly thought was going to be L.A. Knight mm-hmm. just because of his kind of, I don't say push, but just they really made him a big deal. Yeah. And he's been delivering, so I just kind of thought, all right, they're probably going to go that route. But I'm glad they didn't because I think he needs to do a little bit more. Yeah. That's why I thought Swerve. I'm like, Swerve's ready. and Not that Bronson Reed isn't. I, I like that too. Yeah, I it was really cool to, you know, Swerve make it to the final two. I'm like, oh, dang, like, hang on a second. Are they going to pull the trigger on Swerve? That would have been a crazy surprise. Yes. But Bronson got the win. Congrats. Like, yeah, really good gauntlet match. I enjoyed the heck out of it. We'll talk about him again. Yeah, not, not the last time we'll hear from Bronson Reed. <laughs> and then we have crown new tag team champions in the triple threat match between Legado del Fantasma, Grizzly Young Veterans, and MSK. Of course, it was a great match. I mean, yeah, you got those three teams, and yeah, I mean, I guess some people wouldn't necessarily compare it to like the AEW stuff, but I think I like what when WWE does tag teams and when they're really great tag teams, like these three tag teams are all really good. I wouldn't say they're all great, but they're all really good, and the way they do matches in WWE. I just like it better. Like, it's not mm-hmm. that I don't like the tag team wrestling in AEW. It's just that it's so nonstop and so much of all these flips and stuff. Whereas, you know, you'll see moves and you'll see I better storytelling to me. You know, just better wrestling, That's more fair. excitement in AEW, mm-hmm. more wrestling in WWE. So for me, like. I really like the match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I can see why some people would, if, if you watch both, you'd be like, oh, AEW does it better because you like all that nonstop excitement. Yeah. And I'm like, I like wrestling, <laughs> you know, with mixed in all that other stuff. Right. With it sprinkled in everywhere. Exactly. 
And MSK walked away with the belts. They're going all the way with MSK. Yeah, because even you thought Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah, I was like, okay, I don't like I don't think they're gonna go this with MSK yet. I'm like, okay, you're gonna give them all this momentum, have the baby faces lose here, chase the belts from Grizzled, and you know, just to prolong the feud and the tag team division and stuff like that. Yeah. But nah, I'm I'm cool with it too. I love MSK, so I'm not mad that they walked away with the belts. Good stuff. Yes, very good match. And then my personal match of night one, the NXT UK Championship match. Walter retained, of course, against Tommaso Ciampa. Honestly, this was probably my favorite match of both nights. And that mm. surprised me because I was just like, Walter's not going to lose this match. You know? Yeah. So because i knew that walter wasn't going to lose like part of me was like why are you even why are you even doing this match but it was such a good match it was really like good. i love what champa did i just everything about that match. close on thing still oh my god in my head that was the funniest thing just ever gave him you know what 20 <laughs> running clotheslines in it a row it non-stop was so just awesome. kept running yeah i love that and then like after he's just like so tired i'm like yeah yeah i bet he just ran a mile <laughs> and then you know he's gonna get chopped in the chest multiple times afterwards walter's chest after that match looked worse than champa's not sure champa was giving it to him yeah also. he was that's again that's just why i really liked it because some of the things that champa did and was able to do were just you know it's just impressive but yeah i mean i just i was, I was surprised he was just like able to lift him up like when he did it the first time, just in the ring, I'm like, dang, I didn't even think he'd do that. Yeah. And then he did it again on the top rope. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's crazy. He got scrump. He got scrump. <laughs> and then you know Walter just breaking the thing on the announce table in half with his hand. I know that was crazy. I was like, he just broke part of the announce table with his scrump. <laughs> That's <laughs> absurd. Yes, definitely. But yeah, great match from night one. And then the main event, Raquel Gonzalez has dethroned Io Shirai and is the new NXT Women's Champion. Congrats, but I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Io jumping off the skull. You know, yeah, that was crazy. That was awesome. Yeah, there was just so much that I did like about the match. So that's the thing, you know, as long as the match was good. You know, you don't have to like the finish or, or who went over. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it all depends. Like I always say, where are they going? Is EO going up to the main roster now? You know, and which would make sense. But even if she gets a rematch, maybe she loses and then she goes up to the main roster. Yeah, so, you know, I can see that. It was a good match, I will say that. Yes. Congrats to Raquel Gonzalez. And to everyone on night one, delivering. Delivering on night one. Takeovers always deliver. Yeah, pretty much. And then you go on to night two. On the pre-show, they decided to add like a number one contenders tag team bout. And Killing Dane and Drake Maverick ended up winning that match against Breezango. I don't know really how I feel about their tag team yet. Killing I'm, Dane and, and Drake. Because that was the first time I saw them together. Yeah, because uh, you know, they've been together for a while. But yeah, you haven't really seen yeah. much of those two. So yeah, I'm, I'm 
Not sure. I was cool with it, but I did really want Breezango to win. I'm like, I love those guys, and them against MSK would be oh, I knew they so were fun to win because they were just champions recently, and yeah, it was true. almost like they gave them that just because. You know what I mean? Yeah. So getting something to do on a takeover card, you know. I was happy to see them and glad that they, you know, got a match. But I was like, yeah, Breezango's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the main show. They started out hot with the Cruiserweight Championship ladder match. Santos Escobar is the undisputed Cruiserweight Champion defeating Jordan Devlin in a heck of a ladder match. Yes. Just Obviously, they, you know, you're going to get great spots in a ladder match, especially if you got two competitors like them. And so, yeah, you had the, what was the dive off of the, the moonsault? The moonsault off the ladder. Picture perfect moonsault. Then you had Devlin going over the top rope when the other members of uh Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about he, that. Remember how he fell out of the ring? He pushed they pushed the ladder down and he just went all the way to the floor. I'm like, dang. But he did a good job of protecting himself because he didn't really even hit or land that hard. And then Yeah. And he was able to kind of get up and then they just attacked him. I was like, Oh, that the way it like, worked it out went perfectly. Yeah, it's like how like, often does it just go perfectly? Like if that? it was off like slightly, you know, that could have been really bad for something. And then the finish with the the headbutt and definitely goes flying through the ladder. I know. Oh man, that looked bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's okay. <sighs> but you know, then he tweets something out later that night. So you're like, all right, he must be fine. But yeah. Oh, some some of these finishes were just the spots just look brutal. I know, heck of a performance from those two. And then you got the women's tag titles on the line. Shotzi and Ember retaining the belt against Candice Lorraine and Indy Hartwell. Solid tag match. Yeah, the few things that stick out to me are Ember doing the road dog kind of tribute. Mm-hmm. And then Shotzi diving out and Candace and Indy oh both God. basically moving and not catching her yeah, you at all. <laughs> you see the replay and it like Shotzi dives through the ropes and you know she's in the middle and they both Candace and Indy take a step to like the other way. Yeah, they sidestep it. So Shotzi, the back of her head hits the barricade, and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, yeah, there's a Why? crash pad there. And people, you know, I saw people saying that there's a crash pad there. I'm like, yeah, it's an that doesn't I don't care. Okay. Like you're supposed to protect your fellow wrestlers. And so when somebody's doing a dive, you're supposed to, you know, help cushion their fall. And if you're gonna move like that, like I just don't, you know, trust people who do that. Like Triple H used to be big on that. He used to uh, he used to drive me crazy. He would move out of people's way and not catch them. And then the get, Swanton bomb still pops into my head every time and with then him. Get, then he was the one that blew up on the Miz for not catching our truth. Was it? Oh yeah, truth? yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you of all people shouldn't be blowing up on the Miz. Now, granted, the Miz did. Not. Someone should have talked to him. Right? Yeah, but you of all people. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, but that those things really stand out. And then you know, I'm glad they're lucky. Shotzi is kept the belt. So freaking tough. Oh yeah, I mean that's like what I said. You were like, how is she? You know, not dead or whatever you said. And I'm like, because she shot me. She's awesome. <laughs> she's as tough as they come. She uh, jumped through a friggin' stack of chairs. Like, she's not going to. Head first. You know. <laughs> exactly. I remember so. that. But still, you still suppose, if you're there to, you know, 
help cushion a fall. You're supposed to help cushion a fall, not move out of the way, no matter who it is. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, they, they, they retained, so that was awesome. Yes. And then Bronson Reed getting his North American title match against Johnny Gargano. Johnny retained the belt. Man, what a match. Oh my gosh. I was... I liked it a lot. Johnny Takeover. A lot, a lot. Showing up once again. Yeah, I mean, again, we always talk, we say it all the time. Takeovers are, takeovers are always awesome. And if, you know, Johnny Gargano's in it, he's Johnny Takeover because he basically takes over. I mean, he just puts on a, an amazing performance every time. Man, it was... I don't think it was the the match of the night because this card... No, this was card too was stacked, but yeah, it was probably. Was if you put that, if you put that match? on TV, that's usually like the best match. Oh yeah, that's the main event. That's like the sure. yeah, that's the main event. Something crazy. And it was also because really you're really freaking good. And it's no offense to Bronson Reed, but like, this is one of his biggest moments, right? Yeah, and so he delivers. Like I, I don't want to. I'm not trying to diss him but i'm just saying like because he hadn't been in that moment and then gargano can do that with him but maybe reed's just that good too you know but you know the other matches are bigger and better because you've got cross versus balor and you've got cole versus kyle and so yeah, yeah it's like this is gargano versus you know reed and it, it doesn't you're kind of like oh okay it doesn't come off the same doesn't right. have the same ring to it and then they have that kind of a match and you're just like oh dang <laughs> They went all out. I thought Bronson Reed, if he, I would have lost my mind if he hit that moonsault. <laughs> yeah, because Johnny would have been dead. He went out there. I'm like, man, this dude is unbelievable. And speaking of those matches he brought up, we then had the NXT championship match and new champion, Karrion Cross taking back what he never lost. And that's, you know, what was so great about this one is you really, I mean, I, somebody would be like, no, Cross was going to win because he never lost the belt. But you could honestly truly make the case for either one because of how good Finn has been with the belt. Like, yes. So for me, it was like a toss up. It's like I didn't know where they were going to go with it. Didn't know who was going to win. And so those matches are always better, right? <laughs> you, know, you just, you have no idea. And, and then you've got two great performers. And yeah. They, they put on a great performance. so And just the stuff they were doing, like Finn attacking the shoulders or whatever, and you know him purposely getting Cross you know, pissed off because that was kind of like something Balor brought up you know, like in the interview before and on NXT, how you know he gets too emotional and that's going to cost him. So he does it on purpose. Yep. And then, you know, unfortunately for him, it just doesn't <laughs> work out. Yeah, cross is just too much. It didn't go as planned. Yeah, and like I said, I guess you could kind of see that coming because of, uh, you know, just the way he beat Keith Lee mm -hmm. and things like that. But again, for me, I'm like, Finn is so good right now. Like, I mean, he's always good, but you know what I mean. Like the push he's on, In the this, streak he's on, the, the momentum, on, and you're just like, you know. It doesn't hurt him to lose. So I guess that's probably the main way. Like, does it hurt Cross if he loses? So maybe that's how people are looking at it. But for me, 
Yeah, I'm just totally fine. <laughs> I do wonder, you know, what is next for Balor? Is he, you know, he never got to have the thing with Walter, and, you know, they have their travel ban lifted or whatever, so does Walter come back and maybe he That'd finally awesome. has the feud with Finn that got, you know, it had barely gotten started before COVID and everything? That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, that's... Especially because Walter... Retained again. There's an NXT UK event the day after Night One to take over, so he went back and had another defense and won. Well, plus, it makes more sense if a guy like Finn is UK champ. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Because I know. I mean, he's what Ireland? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, at least he's from over there. Like it didn't. It wouldn't. That's the main reason why I was like, Champ is not going to win. Like he's he's from here. Like you're not going to have the UK champion be you know an american yeah so they definitely have to be from across the pond so yeah that you would already think yeah finn could finn could beat him like i thought champa could beat him i just knew he wasn't going to because of that reason this yeah you know what you suggested that would be would make way, way more sense to me and i would love to see it yes I remember being so disappointed when everything happened. Like, man, we're going to get freaking Walter and Balor. That would have been amazing. Yeah. So hopefully it's time. Exactly. And then the main event of the card, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, unsanctioned match. Just let you uh, talk about this for a while. Match of the year. <laughs> Don't at me. This is match of the year so far. Oh, my gosh. Kyle O'Reilly walked away with the win. Oh my goodness, they did some crazy stuff. They were, you had a lot of like the spots with the chain was yeah. really crazy. The clothesline was pretty funny. The clothesline was awesome. You had the, I like how Kyle was using it since, you know, he's like the striker or whatever. So he's going to wrap that around him and use that. Yeah, wrapped around his foot. The, the friggin' like sequence where you had the, Brain Buster on the announce table. Kyle gave to Adam. Mm -hmm. It doesn't break. The monitor kind of. Oh yeah. Adam kind of like lands on the monitor. Plug. Uh huh. He lands on like that plug that just happened to still be sitting there. Nobody, nobody bothered to move the giant. Like, yeah, they just left three, that there four inch for Adam to land on. Plug that's just sitting there. Yeah, and he just takes it square on the back. I'm like, oh, that's gotta hurt so bad. He crawls over, then whacks Kyle with the friggin' TV. Yeah, that was awesome. Not, not like a small bonner, like no, like a TV. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was dying. You had the, they were on the outside. He locked in the, oh, well, the ref got knocked out before that. So Adam could have won, but the ref was taken out of the equation. You had. Well, because he knocked him out. Yeah. You know, he got He was mad. doing the, and so what's he, it called? Yeah. He had the chair thing set up around Kyle's neck and the ref's like, you're, you're going too far. Those and Adam's like, shut up. Bug me is that, you know, then he hits them and then he goes and he's yelling at him for five minutes. I'm like, you don't need to do that. But, you know, that's just one of those wrestling things. I've always been there. You know, the heel or the confident one will always, the overconfident will do that. Yeah. Then you got the going through the, the grading mm -hmm. on the stage. Like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was so stunned. I'm like, oh, geez, through the stage. And then he gets up, he goes over and kicks the thing kicks to the pull Kyle out. 
I'm like, oh, that's it. That's one way to do it. I, I wouldn't yeah, thought to do that. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> I just thought he was gonna. What either Kyle was gonna crawl out or he was gonna go reach and pull him out. Like, no, he just kicks the side in, pulls him out from the side through the drywall. <laughs> the near falls were so good in this match. You had the, like early on, you had the last shot while Kyle was sitting on the chairs, mm -hmm. and the chairs like folded perfectly. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That was awesome. Kyle gets his shoulder up. You had like the, yeah, the Kyle hit he... the last shot and then Adam kicked out. Remember the one where Kyle like barely gets his shoulder. Yeah. Up? That was like towards the end. I don't, I don't remember what he did. If it was last yeah. shot or Panama sunrise, but that was a great near fall. The finish was you had the chair set up upside down. It was folded with upside down. So it's like the legs are facing up. You know, it wasn't folded. It was open. Oh, I mean, open. Yeah, sorry, yeah. wrong. And got my turn. Yeah, confused. upside down. So the legs are sticking up, and I'm just like, somebody better not be landing on that. <laughs> and then Adam gets knocked down, and he's laying across it. It's Kyle, a low blow. Yeah, Kyle hits the low blow to get Adam there. He wraps the chain around his knee again, and then delivers a knee drop to the back, of the straight head. to the back of Cole. The and back, yeah, not the back of the head. It just crushes the chair. And Adam's rib cage and torso and everything. Yeah, it looked rough. I mean, yeah, people probably say, "Oh, the chair." Was uh, I liked the I liked the little cell when he was kind of like shaking a little bit. Yeah. After that. Yeah, I thought that was a great finish and just, I mean, it was a great match. I wouldn't say match of the year. Match of the year. A, you know, it's a great match. Um, it definitely delivered. Again, yes. I mean, it's the main event. Main event worthy. Worth all the hype. Again, where does this go now? Yeah, this is, is my is, this is, is my big one. You know, like, okay, taken off on the stretcher. Is he gonna be out for some time and then come back, or or is he just going straight to the main roster like uh, Rhea after mm -hmm. a few weeks? You know, and you, you got your concerns. You got a lot of concerns. Like, come on, he's. I, I don't care if you know. I don't care if he's short or whatever. He has I everything he needs. I just think that if they do it, if they bring him up and they don't push him right away, I don't think people should panic. I don't think that that necessarily means anything. I just think it means that it's just timing like and who they have. And some people say, well, don't bring him up. Well, yeah, but you want to get him up there and you want to see if people rally around him and you want to see what he has at this different stage. So you want to do that. The but, bigger stage that is right. to his, the biggest one he'll yeah, be on. Exactly. So now pushing, what, what do you mean by push? You know, like I don't think he should be anywhere near the title picture, the, the universe or WWE right away. Like now, even in, uh, NXT, he had to get the North American title first. Like, so yeah. yeah, he can go after the Intercontinental Championship and things like that. Like that, I have no problem with. But I'm not saying I'd be against them pushing, putting him in the WWE Universal title picture. I'm just saying if they don't, you shouldn't be surprised and it shouldn't make you mad. You should just be like, oh, let's see what they do because they've pushed people too fast. I mean, they gave it to Finn and then he got hurt. And then they basically didn't do nope. much with Finn. They because they were no. It was just like <laughs> how how do we know if that's not going to happen again and whatever. So they didn't 
feel comfortable throwing him back in there. And then even Ricochet, him and Alistair Black, they were doing some good stuff with as a team. Then they split him up, and then they give Ricochet the U.S. title, and then pretty much ever since then they've done nothing with him. You know, so they can push people too quickly and then just go out of favor. Vince can when I say, yeah, (laughs) you know, he gets bored. So I don't think that just because they do something right away, that's a good sign either. I just think you have to wait and see. So I just, that's what's hard. You have to be patient. And it's hard when you're talking about like, if you're a favorite wrestler. So when you're talking about that, it's difficult, but just try to keep that in mind. Try Come on. to keep that in mind. He, be so good. <laughs> he needs to be like main eventing mania one of these years. He has to get somebody. I don't care. I can see that happening. Just, just literally just because of the, you know, the Adam Cole baby, like getting that. Uh, imagine that at mania exactly. with a crowd. But yeah, I mean. And then, you know, you know, what is... What's Kyle going to do? Is he going to try to challenge Cross maybe since he's a singles guy? How's What's Roddy going to do? Yeah. What what are those guys going to do? Bobby has a, he was injured. So he's been off of TV this whole time. What happens when he comes back? And that's one thing that's going to annoy me if they possibly do this is if let's say like they don't necessarily have a path for Kyle or, you know, Bobby or, um, why am I forgetting Roddy? his name? Roddy, yeah. What if they don't have any idea what they're really going to do with him, and they're really just focused on Adam right now? And let's say they decide to bring him up, and then they bring him up, and then like after two weeks, they bring the rest up, and it's like it's the undisputed era, and you're just supposed to forget, like because remember the they, war. <laughs> they talk about all the time that Vince doesn't necessarily pay attention to all those things. Yeah, and so maybe he's just like, well, I want him to be the undisputed era, so that's what we're going to do, and so all this stuff that just happened doesn't even count yeah i mean like i could totally see them doing that now some people won't care because they just want the undisputed air but it's just like but come on like be of one mind here Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like if you're gonna do something like that you you need to it needs to be a good story yeah so but yeah we'll see what happens i mean i am interested in what they do with kyle because i don't think he's gonna challenge cross yet Mm-hmm. I just think there's other. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think like who's deserving, <laughs> like who right now is next in line. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough, but so I mean, I guess you can do. I don't know, just tournament or something. I mean, I guess it's just because he just fought Finn twice. Yeah, and didn't win, so it's kind of like he shouldn't be getting a shot too soon. But it really just depends on, well, I was going to say the fans, but you don't really got the fans there. So not a, not as much. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, it'll be what interesting a show. for sure. Great two nights of wrestling. Maybe. Good luck, WrestleMania, topping that. It was. Oh, I think they can. I think they can do it. It's hard, but I think maybe, it's possible. Maybe. There, there's, there's a match or two. I'm like, there's no way, but. We're going to talk about that next. WrestleMania preview. And now that TakeOver is out of the way, it is time to focus on WrestleMania. No, not the stupid SmackDown WrestleMania that's going on tonight. Actual (laughs) WrestleMania. That's funny. I forgot 
that they're doing those other matches and stuff on there. That's right. That Battle Royals going on the tag team title match or whatever. I'm talking about WrestleMania. The big one. The big one. So let's go over night one. Night, night one. one. Yeah, I have them labeled night one and night two. Match card. So, so we can... know what the opening match is, correct? I Yes, the opening match for and night one. Event, so mm-hmm. Opening match for night one. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. That will officially be the first match in front of a crowd. And I think that's great. Again. For numerous reasons. For one, like everybody kind of felt awful for Drew last year, winning it with nobody and finally getting there. And so this is a way to, you know, I'm assuming he's going over. Mm -hmm. And so, so he can get that pop. But I also just think it's a great match to start off two nights of wrestling and you definitely want, we know, everybody knows who's headlining or main eventing night two. Yes. And so you, in our opinion, we were talking about this before it was announced, Bianca and Sasha should main event night one. And they are. So you just put this one to start off the show. You get people going right away. You get these just two beasts. I mean, how many other years this would be the whole main event? You yeah, know what I mean, right. Like, and you, and kicking it off isn't a bad thing. Like I remember Christian used to always say, you know, if I'm not main eventing, then I want to go out first because I want to make everybody have to up their game afterwards. Like yeah. we're gonna be, we're gonna put on the best match right now, and now you guys have to try to top what we just did. So, I think that's the mentality that they're gonna have, and I think it's gonna work out great. <laughs> yes, I was. I'm just, I'm just happy that, you know, the speculation is over. And it's like, okay, now we know for sure this is how it's going to go down. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. So definitely. good stuff. Yep. Then throughout the rest of the card, you have the Raw Tag Team title match, the New Day defending against AJ Styles and Omos making his in-ring debut. Now, this is one like, like you say, like you have matches, you're kind of like, uh, this one I'm kind of like, uh, but it, it really depends. If Omos, I think it could be, yeah, it could be a good match mainly because of New Day and Styles. Well, yeah, I know, but that's a given. But if Omos is just, if he's just Giant Gonzalez, you know what I mean? And he's <laughs> like, he could definitely ruin the match. Like one person can ruin a match. Yeah. And then if you don't even really use him and he does nothing at all, that's kind of like, well, what was the point of this? Like, so I'm definitely intrigued to see it. I wanted, I guess my main problem with it is I, it should have been Shelton and Cedric. It should have been the Hurt Business. They should still be together. You could have just done Hurt Business versus New Day and put New Day over if you wanted to here. Exactly. But, so because of that, you know. like this one, I kind of am not too optimistic, but you know, I like, I don't really know much about Omos. But I like all he's, the other wrestlers involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of us really know much about him, right? So I like all the other wrestlers involved. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not jumping out of my seat for this match. Yeah. Then you move on to this match to get it out of the way because it's the one I really can't stand. Shane McMahon versus oh, Braun Strowman yeah. in a cage match. Ugh. 
They're going to waste so much time, too. It's going to be like one of those Triple H matches that lasts 35 minutes <laughs> I, for no damn it, it would, too. Oh my God. It would be this match. It, it will be. And it'll, like, Cesaro and Seth will be, like, five minutes. Yeah, it'll yeah it'll be, you know, 17 tops. You know, but this match will be 35 minutes for no reason. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, hopefully. We'll make the Cesaro and Seth Rollins also is on night one. Give give them that time, because man, they can oh I, do something amazing. See, that's the kind of match where I'm like, they can top take over with Cesaro and Seth. Those guys you know could. What I mean, like yes, but yeah, the whole card maybe not. <laughs> you got uh, this match just made into a tag team match. So instead of Bad Bunny going one on one with the Miz, he's teaming up with Damian Priest. That's what I'm gonna take on Miz and Morrison. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i didn't even know it yeah you had been calling for that and you were disappointed yes. that it wasn't that to begin with and now it is and it's like good I'm like you know? okay sometimes you know sometimes you do just have to wait and see but when they first announced it you're just like uh why like you literally have had priest with bad bunny the whole time you have miz and morrison it's a tag match. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you know? But now I can look at it and be like, okay, Priest is going to get a Mania match I already. Good. Yep. You know, even if, you know, I'm not a fan of bringing in like Bad Bunny all the time and stuff like that. You know, he's bringing in eyes, you know, more on Priest, which is cool. He's training his butt off from what I understand. So I can respect that. So good to hear. Yeah. I, I heard like he he moved down to Orlando like three months ago or something like that to start training like every day. That's awesome for this match. So, and I still don't expect much, but I'm gonna say I expect as much from him as I do from Omos. So yeah, you know, right. So mm -hmm. I can be pleasantly surprised. And again, just like in that match, I like Priest, I like Miz, I like Morrison. So three of the four involved, I like a lot. Bad Bunny could ruin it, or he could make it make it even better. Yeah, help make it great. So it, I'm excited. I'm like you said. I'm glad. I'm not just for Priest because I'm. We really like Priest a lot, but for Morrison, like yeah, just, that too. Yeah, for him to be on Mania again, and you know, hopefully he gets some good spots and some good things. Hopefully this isn't too quick of a match because they gave it all to Braun and Shane. You know. Like they let and don't you know? Go for you did all your minutes. gimmicky stuff in the build up before. Don't worry about that too much. Here, exactly. just let them. Let them fight. Yeah. And then you have the women's tag team turmoil to crown contenders for the women's tag team champions for night two. So the listed teams you have Lana and Naomi, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, the Riot Squad, and Natalia and Tamina. Should be, you know, interesting. Hopefully, let the Rats Squad go over, please. And let them beat Nia and Shayna. That would be great. It would be. But I look, I like what other people were kind of saying. They're just like, they, they haven't done anything with the Riot Squad. And now, you know, if they go over and then they win, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. But that's what they do with, that's what they used to do with the women's title. Yeah. You know, or the Divas title back then. Like, it would just be like out of nowhere, someone else would win. And it's like, okay, they're the champion. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, build this stuff up. Like, the only, now, 
I don't watch all the time, but it seems to me that Naomi and Lana are the team that gets most of the attention right now. Yeah, especially on Raw. So it would make sense from that standpoint for them to go over. Right. It would too, yeah. So from that standpoint, but yeah, I, I'm with you, Riot Squad, because they're awesome, but just they haven't done anything with them. So from that other standpoint, like, yeah, you're supposed to build things. Then shouldn't it be Lana and Naomi? So well, we'll see, though. Who I knows just, what they'll just, decide. Just put on a great performance, ladies, I, because they don't use you guys enough and show them why they should. Speaking of those ladies... We talked, we confirmed earlier. They're main event night one. Sasha oh, well, Banks. We didn't really talk too much Bianca about Belair. Seth and Cesaro. You just kind of mentioned it. I want to talk a little bit more about Cesaro that. and Seth. Okay, let's go back to that before yeah, the main event. We'll get the main event. Because I kind of think that's possibly going to be the match before the main event. Is going to be them. Because of their build has been good. And the, just everything with Cesaro. It's like, I definitely feel like Cesaro's winning this match. But... I just think it has the potential to be the best match of all of Mania. 100% agreed. And it could be on night one. <laughs> and, yep. And you're just and like, be like, it's done. And you're watching night two going. <laughs> night two is over. Oh, man, none of you guys are doing what Seth and Cesaro did. Like, this could Edge just be... win the Universal title. Like, it's not the same. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this could just be an absolute... This could be the, you know, <laughs> what Steamboat Macho Man or... Yeah. You know, like, just a match that... It could be. Now, granted, obviously, like, that's a legendary match. But I'm just saying, like, this has the potential to just totally steal the show and be talked about for decades. Yes. <laughs> like, and so that's what I'm hoping for. And hopefully for. they deliver. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. And hopefully this is a sign that Cesaro's, they're finally just going far with him. Exactly. And not just giving him a little thing and just throwing him aside afterwards. And it sucks because I, I love Seth. Like he's one of my favorite, mm -hmm. but I'm, I just want Cesaro to get over and to get a real push because Seth will get another one. He will get the title again, but Cesaro may never. So it's like, give him a real chance. Yes. Let's see where this goes. Let's hear the pop from the ah. fans. Oh yeah. When he goes over, you know what I mean? All right. Sorry. And then, yeah, the main event of night one. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair officially confirmed. SmackDown Women's Championship, the Women's Royal Rumble winner, of course, and Bianca. Last year, she's showing up at WrestleMania in her first main roster appearance, and now she's main eventing night one of the show. Yeah, and they should. And that the build hasn't been great. Unfortunately. But they should, the women should headline one night of the two-night show. And Sasha's a superstar. Bianca's yeah. an ascending superstar. You know? This could be her superstar moment. They're like if she were to win. African American women. So it's yep. historic. You know, so you got the history with you know Rhonda and Becky and Charlotte main eventing a mania. The first women to main event mania. Right. And now you've got these two first two African American women main eventing a night of WrestleMania like it had to <laughs> main event. It just, it just had to. And maybe that's why they didn't really do the best build. Maybe they just kind of were like, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, it's just going to be historic in that way. So we're not going to 
I don't know, just put in as much effort telling their, you know, their story. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because as long as they deliver, again, as long as they deliver in that main event spot, that's really all that matters. It's just like we always talk about, the story can just make it that much better. You get that yeah. much more invested. So from that aspect, we're not going to get that. So I just hope they kill it in the ring. Please. They should. <laughs> and yeah, I totally expect them to also. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any reason why they wouldn't. But All right. Night two. Night two of Mania. You're going to have The Fiend in his first match back taking on Randall Orton. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of those ones that's like, it's not that it's not going to be a good match or anything like that. It's just kind of like we've been down this road. So, eh. <laughs> no offense, but that's just my take on it. Yeah, that's fair. I've, I've been, you know. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, like I'm looking forward to it. Not as much as like some of these other matches, but. Yeah, I'd be like, what time is it? Do I need to go take my shower or go <laughs> do something? Oh, Ren, you're in the feeds on. Yeah, just (laughs) go ahead. Well, there are times I got to go do something else or whatever. So there are matches where I'm like, it's not that it's no offense. Like I would watch it, but the other matches on the card, I might be like, eh, I can pass on this one and you can just fill me in. Yeah, that might be the one. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Which is, you know, I the build you know, their character work is fine. I hate I didn't Logan, know. Logan Paul getting. I didn't even know this was happening <laughs> on TV and stuff like that. Attention I was it, yeah, it just I had no idea this match was going to happen. It, it was, was just announced on. like a couple weeks ago. It hasn't been OK, like announced like for a long time. Yeah. And Logan Paul being there. OK, so what I just said about the other match is this match. <laughs> I will definitely find something to do. Logan Paul being there, there's. I will not waste a second watching what happens. That dude's garbage. Hopefully, it's minimal because I just love that Owens and Zayn get to, with all their history and stuff, you know, through the indies and all that, and now they get to be on Mania. They didn't find each there other for nothing. So, they like that's those, just they want those eyes from his millions of youtube subscribers and mm-hmm. all the people that adore him for being a douche yeah hopefully you know he you know stay in his lane let owens and zane just go to work because they they always deliver when they're in the ring together so yep but i'll pass because of logan paul yeah <laughs> riddle's gonna defend the u.s title against sheamus they got really good chemistry together. They just had another match on Raw. I don't think this last one. I think the one before. And yeah, every both times they've wrestled, I'm just like, man, these guys are good in the ring together. So, And now they get to do it on Mania, so it should be even better. Yeah, I'm interested to see that because I didn't see those other matches. So yeah, for me, definitely going to be sitting there paying close attention. And then Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title. You know, I'm in your typical Nigerian drum fight. Yeah. You know. I like drums. What's wrong with what drums? What in the world? You don't like drums? This is so 
weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't think WWE even knows what this match is. Oh yeah. They just, just did it. They're just like, what can we do? What do Nigerians do? They play drums. Somebody somebody in the writer's room. They play drums. Are are they just gonna right. walk out and like Let's Apollo's gonna drum. come out with Nigerian drummers and they're just gonna be at ringside drumming the entire time? Who knows? We're gonna find Biggie's out. gonna take one of the drums and just hit Apollo with it. Yeah, it's like we didn't get I mean, we got a match, but you know, like I said, it was half of it was you wanted this, you wanted this at um Oh, they've had no, they've also had plenty of matches. Apollo Crews has to have like four or five title shots oh, okay. throughout this entire build. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd like Big E, so. Yeah, just let, let Big E win. It's just, yeah, as long as you do that, I guess. Unless they're trying to get Big E in the world title picture. That is true. And then they're going to take the belt off him somehow. So. I could I could see that also. That would make sense. Of course, with the tag turmoil going on for night one, that means night two, Shayna and Nia got to defend their tag titles against whoever wins that. So we kind of already touched upon that already because we can't really say anything else because we, we don't, don't know, know the opponents face. yet. And then Asuka going to defend her Raw Women's title against Rhea Ripley. That is another one I'm really, really looking forward to. I'm hoping Should be a great match. Rhea wins, but... Not because I, well, it's hard because, you know, we talked about Charlotte coming in to ruin Oscar's moments at WrestleMania again or whatever. And then I'm just saying, well, I want Rhea to win. <laughs> but so, but as I said it, I'm kind of like, yeah, but doesn't Oscar need a WrestleMania moment? So now I'm torn. Like, as I said, it's it, tough. I was like, wait a second. Well, the reason why I was going to say Rhea is because then if Charlotte comes back, I could see her trying to go after Rhea, but then Rhea beating Charlotte and yes. keeping the belt, you know, because Charlotte will come back. Charlotte taking a loss, WWE. Yeah, she her, could do that sometimes. Yeah, because she'd come back and obviously <laughs> say how she's beat her, Rhea can't beat her, all this, and you got that kind of story, but then Rhea beats her. But like you said, that's probably not what they would do. No. So, you know, yeah, I all I know is it it Plus, you know, be a great match. Raw needs something to freshen up their women's division. It's hasn't been too crazy for them. So having like Rhea walk in and become champion would be kind of like, oh, whoa, what's going on over here? You know, is this going to spark something, spark some new life into the division or just her being there? Yeah, that. And then, you know, they could just put on a great match and Oscar retains and it's like, OK, here we go with the women's division. So. Yeah. It could work out both ways. Exactly. And then, of course, great. the main Period. event for night two, the triple threat for the Universal title, Roman Reigns defending against the Royal Rumble winner, Edge, against Mr. Triple Threat himself, Daniel Bryan. I understand what? why this is the main event, obviously. Yep. I don't think Roman should lose to either of them, but Edge is... I think, well, I guess it's hard. Going into it, it was like, even before Daniel Bryan got involved, it was like, oh, Edge is winning, right? Yeah. It's pretty much like, oh, Edge came back. They're putting, he's winning the Rumble. He's winning the whole thing. And yes, I, I'll go that I still believe 
85% of me still believes that that's what's going to happen. But there's that small chance that I'm like, yeah, but maybe it is Daniel Bryan. Because Edge did sign a contract for a little bit longer. And Daniel Bryan has said that his time is almost up. So maybe this is his last Hurrah. run. And he doesn't have to win the title. So they don't have to do that. I can totally see people say, oh, he doesn't need that. Like his hurrah could just be that he's in this match and in the main event at WrestleMania. And that's true too. I want Roman to win and stay the champion. That's what I want. But I think that's the least likely of the scenario, to be honest. So I'm just hoping that it delivers as a triple threat because those can be hard. We saw that with, Becky and Ronda and Charlotte, like a lot of people didn't like the match. And I, I felt it was more because that mania was seven hours long. It was that. And then, you know, it went into the, the finish, you know, kind of, you had a Ronda shoulder up. So people were kind of pointing at that. I liked the finish though. I didn't care. Like I was, yeah, I wasn't mad at the finish necessarily, but you know, people, people will match. be picky about that sometimes. Yeah. And the fact is her shoulder was supposed to be down. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like, yeah, you could say, oh, the rib, her shoulder is up. Like, okay, so like there were times where people's shoulders were still, you know, down when they got to the three and then they were like two and Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan's shoulder was still down at the three count. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a thing that Bobby Heenan and stuff, they used to point out all the time after that match. They, they did it for, for the longest time and some people will still bring it up and it's like, well, it wasn't supposed to be the finish, so it's not, so get over it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was supposed to be the finish and it was, so get over it. <laughs> like, it wasn't some awful botch, like, oh, her shoulder was up. Like, oh, get over it. One, two, three. She's pinned. It's over. <laughs> like, But the match, to me, I thought the match was was. Match great, was good. Actually, I thought it was a great match, to be honest with you. But triple threats can do that, especially out after you've seen a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And because you'll have those spots where one guy's out for such a long time, and then, you know, maybe the two guys in the ring because they're tired, because they're fighting a triple threat. But the storytelling and wrestling, this, like I talk about, like if it's done good, well, you know. It'll be great. But for me, it's just going to be about the finish on that match. Honestly, mm-hmm. like who goes over? I did, I know Edge is probably going to win. I don't think he should. But let's just make sure that it's all the finish just goes well. And it's just super believable and just awesome. And then you just go, oh, who cares? That was so much fun. Yeah. Because that's really the point of wrestling anyways. Like at the end of the day, was it cool? Did you enjoy yourself? Was it fun? Then success, you know, that is just with media in general. We could talk about how you know we don't like how this was built and this or that, but I mean, we're gonna sit down and we're just gonna do our best to have fun and be entertained by well, whatever they and do. It's easy to do once it starts, you know. That's the yeah. thing, like, I don't always get to watch Ron SmackDown or NXT or AEW, you know, live, but when I actually can get sit down and watch it, especially live, like when I already know. It's difficult. I already know what happened. But when you really get to sit down in the pay-per-views we get to, I get into it. So I'm, I'll say certain things and then the, the match starts and I'm like, oh, like, like I said, Walter and Champa, like that was my favorite match of TakeOver. Even, and I wasn't expecting it to be. I was expecting Balor and Cross to be my favorite match. And that mm-hmm. one was great. 
but Champa and Walter was my favorite match. And because even though I was saying what I was saying, when it started and everything was going down, I was just like, this is awesome. <laughs> like that's that's what wrestling's supposed to do. You're just supposed to just have fun with it. Just enjoy it. Just appreciate what's going on in the ring, especially when it's done well. Cause even when it's done bad, you can still appreciate it because they're trying. You know? Yeah. Like there are green wrestlers, you know, they're just they don't have as much experience or they get nervous or whatever it is, but they're trying. You know, they're trying to give their all. They didn't mean to botch that move. Like, oh, that person is awful. They botched that move. They didn't mean to. Maybe they hit it 17 straight times in, you know, before they even walked out there. They got in the ring in the backstage and they did it a bunch of times and then they get in the ring and then they botched it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they didn't mean to do it. <laughs> so, but you just try to appreciate it and the story, especially the wrestlers. Like, like the main problem with WWE is just the writing. Mm-hmm. and the stories that they want them to tell. And yeah, that can be hard, but just appreciate what the wrestlers are doing. And it's mania. That's the other thing. This is mania. Yeah. So you just get more excited, especially since we've been to a mania. Yeah. You just can't help but get excited. Just like the Super Bowl. Like your teams might not be in it, but it's the Super Bowl. Or you're like, you got to sit down <laughs> and, you know, you got to gra- gather your snacks and you just got to be ready to tune in. And enjoy. So, yeah. Anything else to add on wrestling? Um, I mean, just quick notes from AEW. You got Darby Allen. They've been getting him more title defenses lately. He had another one, you know, successfully defending again on Dynamite. And on the next one, he's going against Matt Hardy in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So I saw that announced. And, you know, I don't think we ever talked about on here how NXT is officially moving, moving to, to Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah. So now I can cover more AEW. AEW over here so I can check out that match between those two. That should be really good. And then I saw at the end of Dynamite, the Young Bucks turning on Moxley and joining yeah. back up with Kenny and the Good Brothers. I mean, wasn't that obvious? Not not to be rude or anything. Just wasn't it obvious that they were going to turn on him? I, the second that it, they showed that that was the match, I'm like, why would he team with them? Has he not been paying attention to what's going on? at all like why why would you believe the young bucks they're definitely going to turn on you it's just again it's one of those wrestling things it's like everybody else sees it why don't you see it or <laughs> or the young bucks fans are like you know they're not going to do that you know what i mean the yeah like no, no 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 they're they're not going to do that they're not going to align me so they're going to stick with them. like no they're not they're going to turn now it's fine i'm just saying totally saw that coming from a mile away yeah <laughs> so for me it wasn't some shocking ending when i when i rewatched it i was just like yeah no duh and i didn't get that spoiled i just knew what was going to happen and so then i watched you know the ending and i was like yeah, yeah. called it <laughs> so but yeah i mean i do like the fact that they're technically officially in with kenny and and Don Callis yeah, those guys are stuff. because there was that question, were they? But now it's kind of like it's official now, right? Yeah. So I like that aspect of it. Well, yeah, that'll be cool to see where that goes. And that's pro wrestling. WrestleMania right. about to happen. Yes. <laughs> Get ready. On Peacock. On Peacock. <laughs> All right. Up next, MCU talk. Back in the Winter Soldier. There will be spoilers.
Okay, okay, okay. There will be spoilers. But before we get to that, I forgot to mention, did we talk about Black Widow? And how, uh, <laughs> I know we talked about getting pushed back, and then I talked yes. and I went on a long rant, like I always do, about everything. But I think that was the last we talked about The it. last we talked about it, me ranting about, I don't know if I'm going to do it now. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to watch it now. And, da, 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 da. and we'll see, you know, that's just my initial reaction. And, and I do that. I, I do my initial reaction. Impulse. My, yep, my impulse. I kind of... Then, you know, take a step back, but then they drop the second or new trailer. And it was literally like, I watched the new trailer. I look at some comments on Twitter and somebody's like, everybody who said that they, uh, they weren't going to watch it, what they're doing now after the new trailer. And it's, you know, a gif of somebody like, you know, basically, like, I'm in, I'm, I'm rushing to the theater. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm back. You got me. You know, like it, it didn't take much. I don't know why I even, you know, it was more principalities. Like I get, I get that way. I'm like, there's a principle of it. You know, you push yeah. this back for no reason. There's no real reason, just money. Like you've been waiting this long, you know, but then you just give me another trailer and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I I apologize. <laughs> I should have never went on that rant, but it's just what I do. So anyways, let's get to episode four. Falcon or a soldier. Like I said, spoilers mm. ahead. I'm sitting right Book here, disclaimer. right now, wearing my John Walker shirt. Yeah, I because, got my boys emo. <laughs> you know, and we're repping today. We actually got to watch it first thing in the morning because, I, as I said before, we're all on vacation. Well, technically not you, but you didn't <laughs> you didn't have school today. So, but uh, anyways, a lot happened in this episode. A lot of a lot happened. Great stuff. I don't. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to cover it all like last week. I mean, you started off in Wakanda. That was really cool how they kind of showed how Bucky didn't have the the words, wouldn't trigger him to be Winter Soldier. He, you know, he was freed, Yeah, basically. just his, his face, his the acting in that scene, I thought, man, Sebastian Stan is great. Like, mm-hmm. that was some great acting in that sequence. So that was really cool. And then... uh where did we go from there? Like, it, we, it was right back to, you know, we went from there. We went back to, oh, to Bucky talking to her. Yeah, yes. in the street. And then we left off she was like, three. she was asking, you know, why they're with him and why they broke him out. Yeah, but he's like, he's a means to an end, and she's like, you know, he killed Chaka, and I was supposed to protect him. And basically, she Ao gave him eight hours. It's like, and then we're coming for Zemo. Then she walks away. So then he goes back up to talk to Sam and Zemo, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, they're here. The Wakandans are here. The, the Dora. Ah, dang it, I forgot how to say their name. Oh, yeah, I can never uh, remember. And so, anyways, they're you know still trying to figure out finding Carly, and Sam's kind of thinking, you know, she can be reasoned with, you know, and Zemo's like. Nah, you're wrong. She can't be reasoned with. She's she's a extremist? Did he say extremist? I thought it was supremacist. Supremacist. Yeah, there we go. And you know, and plus she's got the serum. It's like once they they have these things and these ideals like it's only going to get worse. Zemo's trying to tell him and Sam's just like, "No, no, no, no. We can talk to her. I can talk to her." So, where do we see Oh, they gotta go. They're gonna go to the funeral for the lady. They're gonna, they or not the funeral. Yeah. They're gonna go to where the lady died. That Carly, that meant something to Carly and to 
like some of the other flag smashers. We have the clip in. So uh, was it the last episode where she yeah. was by her bed mm -hmm. or whatever? And she died. Mm -hmm. And so they're gonna go there because they're like, yeah, usually you know they're gonna if if it's somebody who's loved by that community, like they're gonna celebrate her. So they go there to try to find out, you know, when the celebration is gonna be or funeral or whatever, so that because they know Carly's gonna be there. And so, uh, but they won't talk to Sam or Bucky. They kind of go off. Zemo's kind of... Bucky's with Zemo, but not really. Mm -hmm. He's kind of off asking people. Nobody wants to talk to them. So Zemo goes up to some kids, gives them some candy, gets one girl to kind of give them a what's up. But he tells her, don't tell them anything. They're bad people. Because he wants to keep that information because he knows, like, once they're done with me, I'm useless and I go back to jail. Yeah. So they go back to the room. That's basically what Bucky says. Like, you better tell me what she told, you know, what that girl told you. And, and Zemo says that, you know, oh, that's my only leverage. <sighs> Bucky's like, oh, you want leverage? And he's about <laughs> to jack him up. But Sam's like, no, 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 no. We can, we can figure out another way. And uh, how did they figure it out? Did they, did they figure out who he called somebody? Did he, is that when he called Sharon? Yeah, I think so. He called Sharon to ask for some help. And, oh, dang. Anyways, it, it doesn't really matter. Like I said, I didn't want to go too step by step. So anyways, they, they're going to go, they're going to, go to the funeral and uh but as they walk outside here comes john walker and battlestar and lamar cap cap and battlestar and they're cap just like Matt. how'd you find us this time and they're like you're two avengers just walking around you know people have cameras you know <laughs> like and so he's like you know we're going with you guys and you know we need to stick together and yeah so they go and sam's like let me go in and talk to carly alone and John Walker's like, you know, not a good idea. I don't like this, no. But they decide to give him 10 minutes. So he goes in, he's talking to Carly, and then they kind of go back to John Walker. And this was like, he's like looking at the shield. And then he's kind of like, you know, putting his hands on his head and like rubbing his eyes. And you can just see the strain. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like, it's really hard for him to try to live up to this these expectations. And I just think it's so funny because people are just killing him over this. They're just like, oh, he's an awful person. He's this and this. And like, no, he's not. Like, you just don't want him to be capped. And that's fine. I, I totally understand people who don't want him to be capped. But people literally want him to die. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, he's a person. And they're like, yeah, I'm with Carly. Go kill him. Yeah, and whatever. Exactly. They want Carly to kill John Walker because they're like, "Oh, he's a bad person." Like, what are you? You're you want this dude to die? What does that say about you? He hasn't done anything. Oh, and by the way, and yes, I know what happens at the end of the episode because we're going to talk <laughs> we're gonna, about yeah, it. we're going to go over. He still doesn't deserve to. You guys are crazy feeling this way. It's your way to. We just talked about me being, you know, having an impulse. Like you are being way too impulsive on this situation. Like. You have to, you're supposed to try to put yourself in other people's shoes. Isn't that the point? Isn't that what Sam is trying to tell everybody to do? Isn't yeah. He trying, trying to, you know, now he's not doing the best job with his sister, but yeah. he's trying to, and you know, he's going to get there, but he's trying to, you know, look at all perspectives and people are not trying to look at John Walker's perspective at all. 
All they're trying yeah. to do is just be like, oh, he's not capping. I don't like him. And he's condescending. And he's this and this. And he's got an ego. And he's this and this. I'm like, yeah. But why is that? Yes, he's not fit to be cap, as we are going to see. But he wants to do good. But he knows that he knows the kind of person that he is. He knows that he's had to do things in war and in battle that, you know, maybe Steve Rogers didn't have to do, or he didn't have to do it back then when he was fighting in World War II or, or whatever, but but he had to do some stuff and he wants to be better, but that's still what he knows. That's still yeah. how he did it. And he doesn't know how to be Captain America, but that doesn't mean he's not a hero and a good person. <laughs> so, and he thinks that, yes, he does think I'm Captain America, so people are going to respect the Captain America. And so when he doesn't get that, he's just kind of like, what? He just doesn't totally get it yet. But that doesn't make him awful person. It yeah. just means he doesn't understand it all yet. Like, it's not what he thought was going to happen. And, you know, he's getting paraded around to all these rallies and cheers and all this stuff. And then he's going out there and in the real world and he's not getting that. And so the old soldier part of him kind of comes out. But he also knows that that's not the best so he's fighting with himself here and and trying to learn but everybody just hates him and they don't yeah. care about his struggle he has some of the same struggles that bucky has but nobody's making that connection bucky has this uh you know post-traumatic stress syndrome from all the things he did that's what walker has from the things he did in the wars and in Afghanistan and all, and all the things that he had to do, but nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, you see the strain and the struggle on him, you know, and Zemo sees it too. Mm -hmm. And so finally he just can't wait anymore. He's like, we got to go in there. And Bucky's like, uh, no, we're not going. It hasn't been 10 minutes. And he's like, that's your partner in there. And those are super soldiers. And what do you, you know, you're just going to leave them in there. And so they bust in and Carly's not happy. She's like, you, you were just basically stalling me. Cause Sam had said he was alone. Yeah. Which, he shouldn't have done. I don't know why he said that, but he did. So, you know, because that distrust factor. So she runs off, you know, in all the chaos, you know, Zemo. Oh, I forgot to mention that John Walker had handcuffed Zemo to something, but Zemo got free. That was kind of like his way to, you know, give his demand to, you know, have Sam only take 10 minutes. He was like, okay, I'm going to lock up Zemo right here. If... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, it better be 10 minutes. And so Zemo gets away because he's Zemo. He or gets out of the cuffs. So when they're chasing Carly, they get lost because they're like, they're like, they say it like, this place is a maze. Like Bucky and, and Sam, like, this place is a maze. And so Carly looks like she might be getting away, but Zemo pops out with a gun, shoots at her, hits her a couple times, but yeah, doesn't kill her. But she drops the vial. Oh, we forgot about the vials. <laughs> so she had got the super soldier serum vials but there weren't 12 so there were 20 vials that the guy said he made in episode 3 Carly and her pals there are 8 of them they were all super soldiers so there should be 12 vials but there were only 7 in that thing when they went and picked it up earlier in the episode and so she drops it and so Zemo walks up to it and he's like are these what I think they are and for a second I think he's going to take it but he just smashes it and he starts stomping on them. No more super but soldiers. But as he's stomping on them, so Carly gets away as he's doing that. And then 
All of a sudden, Walker's shield just flies through and whap, hits him on the head. He's out. Walker walks over there and he sees one vial left. So he picks it up and puts it in his pocket. And then Sam and Bucky show up like, what'd we miss? So now Walker has a vial of super soldier serum. And where did we... Oh, we go back to... They go um, back to the their place that they're staying at. Yeah, and this is Sam, Bucky, and Zemo at first. Walker and Battlestar aren't there at first, and they're, you know, just talking, whatever. And then I don't remember exactly what they were talking about. Oh, that's when oh Zemo asked Sam if he would take the serum. Yeah, and Sam's like, without hesitation, is like, no, and he's just like, oh, you know, and he's basically saying, you know, giving more spiels about them all being bad and everything, and. Sam's just like, what about Bucky? You know, not everything is should be solved with blood. You know, because Zemo wants them all dead, and Sam's kind of saying, you know, shouldn't shouldn't want to kill them all. And uh, then Walker and Battlestar show up. They just want to take Zemo. Sam's like, you know, yeah, you got the shield, but you know, you ain't nothing in here. All you are is just <laughs> you're talking out your butt, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then. The Wakandans show up, and we get a nice, awesome action sequence mm-hmm. inside where where Walker's just getting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kind of. I don't want to say tossed around. He was using the shield to you know defend himself, and it wasn't, it wasn't even really like he was attacking. You know, like he was. He didn't. Them, he didn't. I mean, he kind of instigated it, but not with like a swing or anything yeah he was just being like you guys uh, i have jurisdiction you guys and they're like we have jurisdiction everywhere <laughs> and so and then he kind of went to oh come on and like tap one of them on the shoulder or grab their shoulder and she wasn't playing that and and nor should she and so yeah i mean and they're awesome just warriors and so sam and bucky or sam's kind of saying to bucky you know we should you know we need to stop this and Bucky's just like, yeah, you're looking good, Walker. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of getting, you know, tossed around and, and Battlestar is getting tossed around. But then they stop because it looks, or not they stop, Bucky and Sam step in to stop them because it looks like perhaps they're going to kill <laughs> them. And so they even, you know, get the best of them. And AO makes Bucky's arm fall off. Like she like presses like just like she knows like this code in his arm. And yeah. Just, and then she just does a little couple taps and then boom, his his metal arm just falls off. And he just kind of gives a look like, what the <laughs> and she's just like, Yep. And then they're pretty much like, All right, you know, she goes to see where Zemo is. He escapes. He dipped. Now he's gone. <laughs> and they're like, All right. And oh, and one of the uh, Wakandan they uh flip up the shield like cap and catch it. Mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool like right in front of walker as he's like on the ground and then after they leave he says they weren't even super soldiers and it's just like you know he just feels like he's failing and he doesn't like to me that's like his biggest thing really like he does not want to fail he can't fail like yeah. he's the kind of person like he he has to he has to deliver like too many people are counting on them but but not for like the i think everybody says ego and i'm like i don't think it's ego necessarily like he wants to do good and people say that's ego but he not necessarily just for himself like he he wants to do good he wants to be good it's just he didn't he just in over his head yeah you know he didn't didn't really know what this all meant 
it's not the same thing that he's used to. And he's having a tough time wrapping his head around that. So anyway, um, then they show him and so Zemo's gone. They show John and Battlestar talking, you know, out of uniform, just at some random place. And Walker asks, you know, uh, Lamar, would you take the serum if you had it? He's like, yeah, I would. And then, then they kind of start talking about Afghanistan and things they had to do. And that's when you learn, like Walker says, like, yeah, I have three medals of honor, but you know, what, what, it was like the worst day of my life. And what was the things that we had to do for me to get those? So he's like, yeah, medals to remind me of that horrible day or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, then you kind of see like, yeah, he's got medal medals of honor, but he had to do some terrible things and he's even not proud of that you know but but then Battlestar Lamar is like yeah but just think of how many lives we would have saved had we had the serum so then Carly has called Sarah Sam's sister sister and it's basically saying you know you need to get me in touch with Sam let him know I need to meet and you know and she's basically like why should I listen to you and she says you know well because you know I could always pay you a visit if he doesn't come visit us you know you and the boys and you know drops name drops her kids and then says you know hey we can we can meet out on the dock and then yeah so and then they go back to sam sam's like oh threaten my sister and you know he had contact one of the things he had told sarah sharon to do was to check to follow john yes with her satellites because he had asked her to use satellites before and so now he's like follow walker and because we don't want him to get to Carly before we do. So now, but they're now about to go meet up with Carly, just Sam and Bucky. And so Carly has told her crew, basically, like, we need to separate them and kill Captain America. That's literally what she says. <laughs> so, so now Sam and Bucky are going to meet with her. It's supposed to just be Sam, but Bucky's like, no, I'm going with you. They get there. She's like, oh, you know, you're not alone. And as they're kind of there talking, Sharon reaches out to Sam and it's like, Hey, you know, I found Walker and he's basically, he's either found all the others super soldiers or they found him just one of the other. And that's when they piece together, like they're walking into a trap. They, mm-hmm. they brought us here to separate us. So Bucky, he, Sam's like, go, go get Walker. And when Bucky tries to jump down, Carly just rams him. <laughs> and then, you know, now it's a race to get to where, John and Lamar. So they show them going into a building. They're kind of doing their little recon work. Walker stops for, for something. And I don't really know why he stopped. And maybe he was, they were just going, he just wanted to go slower maybe than Lamar was going. But Lamar kind of went a little farther ahead and they got him. They like snatched him up. So John gets up there and he sees his gun on the ground. And they don't show this, but I'm pretty positive this is where he took the serum. Yeah. And, and you agreed. Like you were just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it just seemed like he knew at that moment With, that he was out of, basically out of his league like that. They were in a bad situation. And I think that's why he paused. Mm-hmm. Like when he was going up the stairs, I think he realized like, uh-oh, this might be a trap. But by the time he figured that out, Lamar had gone up too high and up the stairs and got snatched 
So then he gets up there and then he's like, knows for sure. Like, yeah, this is a setup. So they don't show it, but pretty positive this is where he takes the serum. Mainly with certain things that happens afterwards. Well, yeah, you know he did. The question was, when did he do it? Yeah. So that's to me was when. So then they show them basically tying up Lamar. And then they show like Sam and Bucky, they're off racing and Carly racing, like they're running super speed. Sam's flying because he's actually in his Falcon costume again. And then I don't know where, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I know, just suddenly has it in. And then they now somebody's trying to attack Walker. And what's the first thing that he did that made you think he had the serum? See, the Black Smasher grabbed the metal pipe and was gonna use it. But that's the first thing, because to me, it's when he threw the shield. And it stuck into the wall. Oh, that's right. And so it like he chucked that shield, and I was like, oh. And it was like good into the wall too. Yeah. And so then that, I, I didn't even think about and, that, but, but that's then right. Then even after that, when Sam break gets in, and then the flag smasher comes flying down the stairs because he's been kicked or punched through the door and way down the stairs. Yeah. So that, those were like the hints that you're like, wait a second, wait. And then yes, he grabbed the pipe, and then Walker just bends it. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he's got the serum. And even Sam's like, what'd you do? And then he's like, they got Lamar. So they go up there. They race up there. Flag smashers everywhere. You know, they're, they're fighting them off and everything. And through it all. So Lamar had been tied up, but he is. they show him he gets free, but he's just off in another room. So everything's going down. One guy grabs Walker from behind and is holding him. And Carly's coming up fast with a knife to... To kill him. But to end him. Right before she gets there, Lamar tackles her. Then they both stand up and she just lets loose on him. Just punches him in the chest. I'm assuming as hard as she can. And he just flies up against a huge you know, concrete like pillar. pillar. Slams into it. And he's dead. And everybody just kind of stops, you know. And then John Walker runs over. He's like, you know, Lamar. And he's like checking on him. And, and that's when... It happens <laughs> for me just the moment it's like where he just is gonna snap and it's crazy like i love i love this because i love the comics and I, you know when when it happened in the comics like i don't have a problem people snapping for a good reason yeah in real life yes I mean, right, right. this is movies and comics and stuff like that so to me, I'm just like, oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> you know, you don't kiss them off. They're, they're like, Carly just dips. And it's not the they person that they meant out. to kill, so they like scatter. And then Bucky and Sam, like, they go run out, and then Walker just jumps out the window, uses the shield, jumps out the window, superhero landing on top of a van, <laughs> spots. The only person that he spots at this time is the guy who was holding him. So he just runs after him. It's not like... He saw Carly and didn't, didn't go after her. The only person that he sees is that guy because everybody else had gone different ways. So he chases that guy, middle, basically middle of the street, out in the open, and just lays into him. The guy's like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't kill him. Like, well, you just were trying to kill. Yeah, you didn't kill Lamar, but you just tried to kill John Walker. You were holding him so Carly could kill him. Anyways, he's bashes him with the shield until he dies which is very crazy <laughs> don't get me wrong and and then they show this image of walker standing with the shield and blood on it and i'm like huh that is a rough image that's it really is 
but it's just wow crazy and yeah so walker snaps everyone's like there's a videotaping yeah they're in the street so there's a bunch of people you know civilians just like they're walking around there they sam and bucky they walk out so they're kind of like they stand there like oh carly is in a crowd of people she sees it she's just like oh my gosh and they're just like and that's where it ends and so you're like oh my gosh like what's gonna happen like i keep seeing people saying villain villain he's a villain now like why does that make him yeah a no, villain? Like, no he's make not him a villain like he his friend just got killed in front of him and he went after him and he did i mean we can he's go. just done playing games <laughs> yeah I mean, it's like i want people to to you're doing it mainly because he took over for Captain America, but he's still a person. He's not Steve Rogers. That's kind of the point. He's not Steve Rogers. So, yes, I get you holding him to that in a sense, but at the same time, he's his own person and character, right? So yeah. So let's let's not go all crazy here. Like, oh, he's the worst and I hate him. No, you don't like him being Captain America, but he's not meant to be Captain America. And let's see where it goes from here. I don't know what they're doing on this show. Maybe they do make him a villain, but I'm hoping it's more like the comics where, you know, like they, they're either going to tell him you can't be Captain America anymore. And, or he even gives it up to Sam in the comics. Like they try to give it back to Steve. Steve says, no, John Walker says, no, dude, you're the only person who should be Captain America. And he convinces him to take it back. I would like that to be what happens here. You know, maybe, Maybe Sam still is hesitant. And then John Walker's like, look, you need to take the shield. <laughs> like, if anybody's going to take it, it should be you. But, you know, however it happens, happens. That's just what I would like to see happen because I think that helps, especially if you're keeping Walker a hero. It should get people a little bit off his back. It didn't in the comics, but I'm hoping that people. Uh, which I guess I shouldn't because everything you read, they, you're just like, man, you guys are. You you figured before the series that it definitely, you know, I it know. wouldn't be like that. And then it's knew. like that. So it's like, okay, well, some things knew. never change. People are so, so irrational when it comes to this particular situation for reasons I don't understand. Like, I've, I lived this in the comics when it happened, and I couldn't believe how mad people got about this this thing i'm like he basically helped you realize how important in everything steve rogers was and instead of appreciating that character and that story arc and all that stuff all you did was just hate him and loathe him and you could never get past the fact that he shouldn't have never been captain america it's like come that was the point now he became his own character and the only reason he really probably really didn't do more was because you guys spent so much time bashing him and yes. so Marvel just kind of was like, well, what are we supposed to do? So many people don't like him. Now, he does have a lot of fans. There really are people that like him. That's why he's had three minis and been in a lot of different teams. But I'm hoping that it's a little bit different in the MCU, that people, I hope he gets a, some redemption. Yeah. But if they do make him a villain... You know, that is what it is. I'm 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 glad he's in the MCU. Like I've said a million times, I'm really loving this whole thing. Like it's all been done just amazingly well. Yes. Zemo is awesome. Just Agreed. everything is so good. All the, the, the ways it ties into 
life right now like the real world yeah like just everything about this show is amazing like i couldn't believe there are people that were like oh you know i'm excited for wandavision but not falcon winter soldier and then after wandavision they're like oh man i'm just falcon winter soldier just doesn't look good at all because wandavision was this i'm like look i love wandavision but i love this show way more and i was more excited for it and just everything about it has been amazing the only thing that i haven't liked is how people just jump on John Walker all the damn yeah. time. Like that's the only thing. But again, like you said, I totally expected it. I told you, I told you guys it was gonna happen. I was like, and and yet it still baffles me because I just I just can't believe how far people will take and put, you know, things on a put people, other people on a pedestal. Like you put Steve Rogers so high or or you get so mad. I mean, like I said, people want him to die. Like, yeah. What is wrong with you? Like you want him to die? Like I didn't want, I don't want him to kill anybody, but I just knew that that was going to happen. You know what I mean? And all these other heroes have killed people in some some way, shape, or form. But you're, yeah, but you're going to point at the way he did it, and that makes it so much. Well, you know, worse. because like it's just like Steve will throw a punch or something, and it sends someone flying. They're they're probably dead, but you don't really. Or he smashes them with a shield, like a yeah, cannonball. But but they don't show it like they did with U.S. Agent here. Where you know he's hitting no, them US in the agent, yeah, but that's or, what sorry, I'm hoping for. You're... Cap, yeah, but exactly. So, but yeah. Anyways, for me, another just great episode. I love the ending. I can't wait to see where it goes. Hopefully, you know, like I said, just kind of my scenario where he hands it over and all that. But yeah, that's it for this episode. Great episode. Only two more left of this series. Oh, two more to cover. So crazy. with that. We are we out are for this week. Thank you for 1,000 once Thanks again. Appreciate it a lot. Appreciate it. Love you, we'll 1,000. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Peace.